something else. Oh, there it goes. There, now we're good to go. All right, well, now we're back after multiple um, issues <laughs> that we've had so far on this beautiful Wednesday. Um, yes. Heidi, how are you doing? I am good. I am happy to be here, and I love chatting, and just in general, I'm a chatty person, so this is always fun for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, this is going to be fun. I've been looking forward to this. Um, I'm super stoked that we were able to meet on the tavern, which is super cool. Yes. Um, although I have heard you on multiple other shows <laughs> before that, um, I was pretty stoked. We, actually, the 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 first tavern we were on, I'm I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, no, 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 and I'm like, Heidi Love, I'm like, why does that sound so <laughs> familiar? Like, why is it? It's just super familiar to me. And then I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> well that makes me happy i yeah. i'm excited to get people excited i guess because it's it's a weird phenomenon not not being in it for very long i think i'm on episode number nine well, like i said i'm, I'm, I'm like, in the i'm in the woo. same boat i'm in the same yes. boat and we're gonna we're yes. gonna grow together and we're gonna we're gonna yes. watch each other you know definitely touch we'll the get we'll be 109 pretty soon right yep yep <laughs> exactly exactly um, yes. Anyhow, so Heidi, uh, you are the host of the Unfiltered Rise podcast, correct? Yes, yes, awesome, Unfiltered awesome, Rise. Awesome. So for any because of you guys, I don't water anything down. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Nope. I like that. No watering yeah. down. No, um, what, what's the other? Uh, no dilution. You're not diluting anything. Nope. It is what it is, right? Yep. And a lot of people that do Mormonism specifically. Um, when they get out, they're like, oh, well, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and we want to be really, and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but they're like, we don't want to be disrespectful. That's the word they always use. And I'm like, I know, but that's like saying, we know you abuse someone, but we're not going to say the details. Like that's mm -hmm. not, that's not okay. Yeah. How does that bring truth to light? That doesn't. Let's, so. let's not, yeah. Let's not call this guy a pedophile because <laughs> we don't want to hurt his fucking feelings yeah. he's out there touching little boys. Let's, you know, right. let's call him, let's call him a minor attractive person. Yeah. Fuck right. That. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. Oh my gosh. And stuff like that. I'm just so blunt of a person. Like normally if I'm in trouble, it's because of how I said something, not because I was wrong <laughs> and I get it all the time. And I'm just like, this is how I am. I don't know. And you know, it is what it is. So that that's 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 important too because that's something that even I have an issue with um yes. when I'm speaking to other people just in general it's not what you said that's not the issue it's how you say it and I'm still and I'm so still many people are they get offended so many yep. everyone's offended all the time snowflakes and you, yes and even if they're not that even if they're like in the middle I just feel like it's okay. If you're, if you're going to listen to my show, cause I'm very, now this is where I am careful. If somebody says, Hey, what kind of podcast do you do? And I go, are you active LDS Mormon? Because I live in the Mecca. I live in Utah. I, I'm not trying to ostracize people and especially people that I know. So I will say, mm, I don't think you want to listen to that. You know, I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable that way. Cause I'll warn them. But then if they listen after that, Hey, it's no holds bar. You knew what you knew. Yep. I, I feel you there. I've had, um, you know, we all have families, right. That are, that are into different stuff. And we have yep. family members that are, that are gay. Um, which I don't have, like, I, I personally don't have an issue with. However, you know, when we talk about like the LGBTQ alphabet army, 
and we talk right. about all the other shit. <laughs> like, I don't want it to be. I don't want to offend. I don't want to want to like offend yeah. you, but at the same time, you know, like it is what it is, man. If you don't, it, right? You have listen, a feeling, yeah. And so there's certain yep. people that I will that I will say, like I don't think you like I don't think you should listen to this one. Right, um, right. It, it's it's. Cause I, I, I do that. I don't want to lose. I really don't want to lose family over. But then again, 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 and again and again. At the same time, and again, <laughs> and again. Like if you're not, I don't know. Like I feel like I, I feel like a lot of the stuff that I speak is truthful. Um, at least yes. my truth, my truth, mm-hmm. um, which which yep. can vary from person to person. But I, I've spent a lot of my life being very quiet, and I kind of still mm-hmm. am in a sense. Other than when it when it comes to the podcasting world, um, you're I, an I introvert. Be, you're an yeah, intro, I, I, extroverted introvert. You're yeah, extroverted yeah. introvert. There's some things I just don't <laughs> talk about with certain people for for obvious reasons. Yeah. But then when it comes to the podcasting, this is my time. This is my therapy. This is where I can right. say what the fuck I want, when I want, how mm-hmm. I want. And if you don't fucking yep. like it, then fuck off. You don't have to listen. You yeah, don't have to listen. Nobody. So. Yeah change the channel. And that's how I feel. I'm like, well, okay. We, even with our daughter, our daughter is gay and we're like, Hey, we know that this is your lifestyle. That's okay. But we don't support that movement. It has nothing to do with you or what you do. It's the movement. And Mm -hmm. she doesn't even support the movement. She's like, yeah, I don't know how I even, I feel about that. And I'm like, yeah, well, they support some weird stuff. Like, you know, just like, BLM, like I, I'm not about that. Nope. But my niece is black. I am but black. Yep. I'm not about that. Nope. Yeah. So I'm nope. like, no, that's not that's not what I think is good. You know. Uh, are you familiar so. with the on Instagram gays against groomers? Oh yeah. Oh yes. That yes, right there yes. is awesome. Like I have like yes. fucking rock so on good. Becky yes. Weiss. I don't know if you know who Becky Weiss is. Yep. Yeah, um, she's a beast too, man. I I love I love yes. her. I love her because it's it, the gay thing is not the issue. The issue is your. That's putting, not the problem. That's not the problem. You're pushing this on my children, which is why my kids are now homeschooled. Yes. I'm not going to fucking put right. up with it. I'm saving myself, yep. you know, potentially getting arrested because if if they were yeah. at school and that shit's going down, I'm not going to be silent and I am not going to Mm-mm. be happy. And it could be, you know, well, this guy's violent and. Fucking who knows? So right. I just like listen, we're right. gonna we're gonna cut the yeah. head off the snake before this is even an yep. issue, and we're gonna homeschool, and then we can teach our daughter, you know, that what all that stuff. Want. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, and that so- we did that too. We did that with our daughter. Uh, we, most of my kids are done. I have one that's in high school, and then one little straggler that's nine, and so she has really bad ADHD, and they just wanted to keep. Uh, um. I'm losing you. You're good. You you're go. good. I, you're still going to be I'm able like, to hear okay. me. You'll still be able to hear you're me, good. but, but we'll okay. be, it'll, it'll You're stop. fine. Um, and then, so we decided, um, you know, the way they were handling her, the way they were doing things with her, the way they were, they wanted her medicated and we didn't like that. We did it. We did it. And as a nurse, I went down that road and I'm like, this isn't for her. I'm not saying it's not for anyone. I am saying for her, she's not okay. She's a rapid metabolizer. It's not working. And we pulled her out and we put her in a Montessori school and that's only three days a week and the rest is up to us. So here we are. And I was so pissed. Yeah. When I pulled her out, I was just like, come on, we're leaving. Like, no, I'm done. You know, it's liberating in my opinion. It's liberating. Yeah. Like I, I, when people like, oh, you homeschool your kid, 
let's go, dude. I'm going to tell you all yes. about it because yes, you, I mean, I went to high school. I went, I went through the whole thing and, you know, I turned out all right, but now knowing like the, the stuff that they're teaching, um, yeah. absolutely. It's changed. It's a big fuck. No- and it has changed. It has changed, but like, it has. Us, like we're not, um, you know, Novax, <laughs> my, not my youngest. Yeah, we're not no, sheep. We're Novax. We're Novax. Nope. Yeah. nope. And my kid too, my, my, my two-year-old mm. never been poked with nothing. My, my, my oldest, my seven-year-old, she, we weren't aware of all this at the time. Right. And, um, I remember one time my, I was at work, my fiance took her to her doctor's appointment and I was like, do not give her, I think it was the flu vaccine. Do not give her that fucking right. flu vaccine. Well, she ended up doing it because the doctors bullied her into it and said, right. and pretty much was like, Hey, if you don't want to, if, if you don't want to give her the shot, then I need you to sign this document pretty much saying that you're like neglecting your fucking kid. Oh, wow. She got the shot. Her arm, it was the, it, it, it looked like a, a, a mosquito, I don't even want to say mosquito bite on crack. It almost looked like, like a huge, like a bite. black widow bitter. She ended up getting, after oh that, gosh. she ended up getting scarlet fever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which when I heard that, wow. I'm like, scarlet fever, isn't that something like back in like the fucking 20s or right. 30s? Right. Like, yeah, I, I that's didn't old school. So yeah, Holy. since then, that was it. When we had our last daughter, uh, Ellie, yes. two years ago. And I went in there. Um, I was with my fiance throughout the entire time. I told the nurses and doctors, listen, don't ever ask me or her. Don't even ask because you're wasting your fucking breath. Do mm-hmm. not ask. Answer is no. And you're in the more you ask, you're going right. to piss me off. I'm going to make right. your time here at work a living hell. I that I can promise right. you. But don't ask. Well, and they the can't they no. can't bully you like they did her and put her yep. in a weird. Yep. I feel like with women, it's I uh, with my older kids, they all had the traditional vaccines. Yep. But with my second daughter, she didn't get things until later because I had started as a nurse going down that road. And I was like, OK, I'm OK about the vaccines, but not right now. You're overloading her immune system. So she didn't get anything till she was three. And I had her at home, so they didn't get a chance to bully me. I, I had her in the living room. I was like, bruh, this baby was born and she's fine. And That's so I, I wouldn't do I don't know if I would do that part again, knowing what I know, because man if things go wrong but nothing yep. did nothing yep. did Thank i God. did have my midwife i had like i followed with a doctor and you know all the things but i after her with my son we did partial i got behind on him it was funny and then i had to sign an exemption because i was behind and he is my healthiest child he is my healthiest kid and i'm like you you can't tell me that this isn't some sort of connection yep. collaboration here yeah like He's so healthy and these other kids struggle and they're like, well, you have all these problems. I'm like, yeah, but what about my son though? You know? And so with our daughter, yeah, with our daughter, same thing. And we just, the MRNA stuff, like I'm very traditional on the old school ones, but like, don't even come at me, bro. With the MRNA technology, I don't even care if it will cure me. And I am a cancer survivor. You could tell me tomorrow if I got it back this will cure you. And I would say, thank you. Anyway, I'm not doing that because I have no idea what's in there. And I've, and I'm not a peon when they say, Oh, you just went on TikTok." No, no, 
I'm a nurse for 24 years. I read the JAMA studies. I read everything. I study everything. Ryan Christian is my favorite podcaster. He breaks everything down and he puts it all on like blast. And I guess, I guess favorite podcaster in his genre, like he's news, you know, like there's what's other the name of, like what's Christian. the name of that? What's the name of this? Oh, the last American vagabond. And he is shadow banned off everything. You have to go to his website. <laughs> they kicked him off. I found him on uh, Spotify. And then all of a sudden I went on there during, you know, the thing from 2020 that will never go away. I went on to find him and I'm like, Hey, where is he? he started talking about PayPal froze his assets on anything he had. They took away that they took away everything. Like they literally made him start his own, but it, it's good now. Cause I mean, he can do what he wants, but he's a deep dive. And the thing I love about him, he puts every single source at the bottom and you can click it and go and read it for yourself. All the studies like JAMA papers, medical papers. For me, that's valuable as a nurse. I'm like, Hey, this is awesome. And not just medical stuff. He did the train derailments and he does a ton on like what's going on with uh, the whole giving all our money to Ukraine and just That's, everything. Oh. He does a lot. Yeah. It's so good. He's, if I ever get a, a I was interview say. with him, I'll be, I'll be dark city. I'll be like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, but, I'm right yeah. there with you. There's, there's been a couple of times <laughs> hopping on with certain individuals where I'm like, I'm going to need to have a, like a drink or two prior <laughs> to like settle my nerves. Yeah. Dark city. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I try I try not to smoke. Sometimes I smoke and then when I smoke, I'm like <laughs> so I try not yeah, to do that, I, but you know, there's definitely a couple of times where I'm like, I gotta fucking throw a few back so I can just like, get get the mood right. You're like, it's gotta happen. If yep. I did that, it would turn me into a psycho. I <laughs> I I get so crazy paranoid because I have like uh in my past history PTSD. So I can't. It makes me woo. It makes me. I'll call the cops on myself, probably. <laughs> well, speaking of that, like, speaking what? of the PSD, let's let's get into a little bit about that. Yeah, so, yeah. So your your background and 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 sure, you know, being I'm in the Mormon cult, and I'm, I'm interested. Yep. So I mean, you start wherever so, wherever you want to start. I'm trying to think. Okay, so my PTSD is from a different thing. Do you want to know about that? Too? If you want to or share it, want... if you want to sure. share it, you're more yeah. than welcome to. I haven't got into that very much with people yet, but it, it I think it's good because it it talks about kind of why I became what I'm doing right now. And Perfect. so when I was little, um, I my mom was in a very abusive relationship. And so they have something called um the ACEs score. So you can look this up online and the aces score is like they'll go through it's 10 questions and they ask you like what traumas have you had happen to you in your your younger life and so my aces score is nine out of ten and that's only because i don't know if i was molested because i have so many holes in my memory that i really don't know from like a child childhood like really young probably anything before 10 and so anything before 10 is like the best days ever, like, yay, it was Christmas. I do remember that. Or the worst days ever, like when my mom got her nose broke and blood was going everywhere. Like, <laughs> and so it was just something else. And I was always a caretaker. I always took care of her. She had multiple breakdowns because of that relationship. And my real dad was in prison. So like, there wasn't a whole lot of options for me. So I became a ward of the court by the time I was 12. So I had a rough go of things, you know, I, I always look at my life and say, well, okay, 
my life went one way and my brother's life went another way and my brother's gone. And due to that life change, he didn't process it. And he didn't, he didn't do that caretaking. He didn't do that stuff. And so for me, that was huge because I look at, like, I was more picked on. I was more this or that. Cause I wasn't his natural born child. The guy that was trying to kill my mom basically. And I sometimes think it was a blessing because for me, it made me really resilient, really resilient and able to help people. And so one thing that did help me when I was little is my parents were Mormon. We'll say Mormon, but they weren't, they weren't act what we would call active in the church because they drank and smoked and got So they couldn't be in the church and go and do all the things. And so my neighbors who were really good to me, they were the, like the best people. They really brought me into the church. And when you're a little kid in this church, and this is a huge thing that I maybe haven't spoke about as much on other podcasts, when you're young and they teach you all these things and they envelope you in love and they, they help you and they're there for you and like all, all this special stuff, you're special like you get these special blessings, you get these special this and that. So you feel really loved and indoctrinated in this church. And from the minute you can talk, basically, I remember being like four years old, five years old, you get up on the stand once a month on, on testimony meeting. You don't have to, but many people get up there and share their testimony and they say, I'd like to bear my testimony. I know this church is true. And we'd see these little four and five-year-old kids get up there and they say this stuff. And I'm like, they don't even know how to say testimony. They don't even know what that means, you know, four years old. And as, but you think when you're in it, you're like, oh yeah, totally. You know, oh my gosh, he did so good. That's so sweet and cute. And now that I'm out, I'm like, wow, that was some hardcore indoctrination at an early age. And then they teach you these songs like, I'm going to go to the temple one day. And it's like this little song about the temple and you're so happy about it, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, I'm reviewing it in the rear view going, wow, this is, this is from like really young. Then when you're 12 years old, you go to the temple for the first time and the temple is not a place. It's not like a Jewish temple. You can't just walk in a Mormon temple or be there or worship there. That's not how it goes. So you have to be um, worthy of everything. You have to have like no coffee, no tea, no promiscuity, which not saying those are bad things. They're not bad. Okay. The coffee thing is ex weird, but no drinking. Yeah, no, none of that. No drugs, but not prescription drugs because the church owns a lot of prescription drug dividends and that's that's one they definitely push and also you shouldn't get a tattoo but most mormon women have boob jobs so there's that so don't 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 mark up your body but for god's sake let melanie get her double d's like you know it's just <laughs> i'm like now that i'm out it's hilarious but i'm like when you're in you're like and and you have to be really perfect so you you go in, you talk to your bishop, but he asks you things all alone in an office, all alone at 12 and 13 and 14. Do you masturbate? Do, oh, not just do you masturbate? Like what, what did you masturbate to? What did you, did you have fantasy? Like very in-depth wow. questioning. Wow. Yeah. It's very creepy. And you're like, 
And so you just start lying from a very early age. You start figuring out like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. So nope, I'm perfect in every way. I'm perfect. You know, (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to talk about this. So it, it makes you a liar. It makes you hide. It makes you falsely perfect. It may, it's just a whole fallacy. So you go to the temple and do this thing called baptisms for the dead. And we get baptized. Yeah, this is going to get good. And I'll have to get into the church history too, and it'll make more sense. But this is just me for right now. So when you're young and you do the baptisms for the dead, you go there and you get these names for all these dead people. And you just baptize for these dead people, just like a normal baptism, but like 20, 30 times you're getting dunked for dead people. And so that's why Mormons are so into genealogy because they want the names of every person in their family line. And if they were not baptized or married in the temple, then you get to go do that work for them by proxy. And so I'm like, okay, that I never, I never questioned it. The baptismal font. I don't have a picture of that with me tonight, but I don't think I do. It's 12 oxen golden oxen with a bowl like it's creepy you'll have to google it it's and then you're a 12 year old girl you're getting all on 13 and 14 because it's mostly the youth and you're like in front of the other people and it's see-through and it's white and you can't wear anything else you know you're just it, it was not comfortable for me I was an early developer I'm five foot nine like for me I just sat there like the whole time like great this is so bad like and you're wondering later, like, who was sitting there watching us? Like, is this some weird, creepy? I'm sure it is. I don't even know. I don't know. So that's your first taste of the temple. And you think, oh, it's great because they take you for ice cream after. And you did it with your little group and your, you know, and your little teenager group. Oh, and John went and I have a crush on him or whatever. You know, you're you're excited to be in the group. It's all about the group. It's very inclusive. And if you weren't Mormon, you were like, oh, well, when I was young, people would be like, you can't play with my children because you smell like cigarettes and my kids can't play with kids like you. Like, it's a very like that in Utah. Utah still like that to a lot of, very, a lot of degree. Very judgy. Oh, like if, if your kids, like if they knew I not only wasn't a Mormon, but I'm an apostate, I would have very few people that would let their kids around my family because I'm going to hell. We'll get there. But <laughs> to them, to them. So not hell, outer darkness. It's better. They always have to have, they always have to one up everything. So they're one uppers. Yeah. So then you grow up and you, you're pushed marriage from like, I want to say like 12 years old, just this whole, I'm saving myself for marriage. I'm going to go to the temple. I'm going to get married in the temple. We don't even know really what that means because they can't talk about it. It's a secret. And they say, oh no, it's not a secret. It's sacred. And I'm like, okay, cool. But not even your grandma, your parents, anybody will, no one will tell you this. So you just think, well, okay, you're going to go. So you do all the things to get there, but they really push marriage. And I got married at 17. My parents had to sign and my husband was 24, almost 25. And I just look back at it and I'm like, I wasn't even graduated high school and everybody was fine with it. And this wasn't that abnormal in Utah. Like it's really, I don't know that it was really frowned upon other than people watched to see if I was knocked up. And then after that, they were like, oh, she's not. So that's great. You know, (laughs) so long, yeah, long story short, he was a convert. We didn't go through the temple because he was a convert. 
for a year. He was Roman Catholic and he's from back East. So um, he went through with me about a year later. It was like a, well, it was almost two years. I want to think. And cause my, I was pregnant with my daughter at that time. And it took us a while. So we went through, we got married in 94. She was born in 96. So yeah, two years. So I was very pregnant with her when I went and nobody can tell you any of the things, you know, you, you just know this is going to be the best day of your life. You've been told about this since you were a child. Um, you're going to get married for time and all eternity. They do not believe that till death do part. They don't believe in any of that. So your temple marriage, if you're getting married the first time there and not like we did, we had to go back because he, he wasn't worthy, you know? So we had a regular wedding, but most people get married in the temple the first time. And what they don't really explain too much to you is you're not going to get married in your pretty white dress. You're not going to have your family there. If they are not worthy to be there, they cannot come in and you don't do the whole like vows or any of that stuff. You do different things. You do oaths and vows, but it's not what you hear at a normal marriage at all. So when I did finally go through, I'm sitting there going, okay, you want me to take off my clothes? I put on this poncho thing this poncho with slits up the side and I'm naked under there. I'm sitting on this like bench thing and it's super uncomfortable. It's like stone. I'm like, gosh, you think they could put a pillow or something? Warm it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why is it like this? Why is this not wood? Everything else is really nice in there. I found out later that is actually an altar, but I didn't know that then. So you're sitting in there waiting for this blessing over your body, over your loins. They come in through the side of your through the side of your thing and bless your loins for, you know, to have children and all this stuff. So I'm like, this is so awkward because not only am I naked and having to do this, but also the person that's doing the blessing is a woman. And that was the only part I had a problem with. This is how indoctrinated I was. I was like, fine about being naked, fine about, I mean, I was weirded out, but fine about all that. But I was like, this woman can't give me a blessing because she's a woman. Yep. Yep. She has no authority. And I'm like, and I asked my grandma, I said, wait, how does she have the authority? Oh, it's different here. It's different. And everything is different when they want it to be different, you know? So I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking, hmm, this seems weird, you know? So they give you your new underwear and then you put that on and then you put the rest of your temple clothes on, which I'm going to try to share this little screen here let's see if i can do it okay is it already on share um i think you're able you're let me well let i know i did yeah you should be good to go okay let's see if i can minimize this guy so you're able to uh get dressed at that point and all that stuff but the problem is is you go through another about two hour session so you dress like this. Let me minimize this window. Let's see if you can see this. Can you see this? Right now, I can't see. No, I can't see anything. No. Okay. Let's see. How do I make that work? So you're dressed in these. And if it doesn't, I can explain it enough that it it won't make a huge difference. It's coming up on my screen, but not yours. So I'm not sure. Let's see how so you I click can share do. screen and then you click on the screen that you would like to share. And then in the bottom yes. right hand corner, you could hit screen, it should pop up. 
if not, that's okay. If, if not, that's okay. It's okay. If if not, it's not a make or break because I can explain it enough. Let's see if I can create a video full screen. Maybe if I go full screen on it. Can you see it now? Negative. No. Negative. Negative. Okay. We're just we're just gonna go with it because I don't okay. want this to be it, there's only a few photos and it's really not it's it's cool but it's not make or break you yeah, know yeah no worries so no worries. you wear these um you wear these white dresses they're very simple and then you wear a robe over the top of that and it's kind of like a sheer robe let me try to make this go back up oh are you there yeah there you are okay and so you wear like a sheer thing over the top of that it goes sideways and then after that you uh put on a veil but it's a very thick veil and that can go over the oh i think i might have found it i did let's see this will be better because it will just explain it for you how about this can you see that yep good to go Okay, so here's what the men wear. I always like to say they kind of wear baker's hats, kind of. It's kind of funny. And they wear this outfit, same as us. They wear a white shirt, white pants, white slippers. We wear the dress, the veil, slippers, and then these aprons, which is so Masonic. Everything in this is so Masonic. You get the robe in Masons. They get a new underwear. We get a new underwear. There's a compass and square on them. And it it's like on the chest area and we're never supposed to take them off except to go to the gym to make more Mormons or shower. <laughs> and so that's the only three times the women have to veil their faces. When I went now they've changed it conveniently again because people were offended as they well should be um, because we had to veil our faces because we can't hold the priesthood and we're not worthy to even unveil our faces to do this. So we, we weren't supposed to be able to do that. And the apron is resemblance of fig leaves. And actually in the temple story, which is like a two hour thing that you go through, it's a whole big process. It's, um, it's too much to put it all together, but Satan is actually the one that gives us the, the fig leaf apron. And in the wow. fake little play, it says Satan came down because we we used to say pele l when we would be in this like little chanting about like they have like a whole play like okay we gotta go down adam needs help okay we'll go down and then god's there and then so they leave and go back up and then they're yelling out like uh, god help me like pele l oh, and it actually means oh god but it means oh false god hear the words of my mouth now they just say Oh God, hear the words of my mouth. They quit saying that because enough people got smart and knew what it meant. And they're like, why are we saying this? And then instead of God showing up, it's Lucifer that shows up and he gives us this apron. He says, hurry, put this on. God will see your nakedness. So I interviewed another guy and I'm going to be releasing that episode pretty soon. That is a Mormon also. Well, not now, but he was. And he said, I always thought that was weird because why are we doing what Satan wants? Like that doesn't make any sense. You know, we're supposed to be Christian and I don't have a problem with Mormons. If they want to denounce Christianity, if they want to say that they're Masons or whatever else that they are, but if they've got to stop saying they're Christian, it's crap. They're not. 
And they always say, oh, yes, we are. They're, they're handshakes. You go to the veil and these handshakes are almost the exact same handshakes. These are the signs and tokens that you receive in the temple. And if you don't learn these, then you can't go to heaven. You need to learn these and you go to the veil and you recreate them and, and you get a new name, which also Masons get a new name. So they tell my husband his new name. And then they tell me my new name. He goes through and tells his new name to God. God gets these little signs and tokens, the fake God, you know, and you put your hand through the curtain and do these. And then he's passed the angels and sentinels by knowing all these secret handshakes and he can come in. Well, then he had, I'm not close to God. God calls my husband through, but my husband calls me through. So I therefore tell my husband my name and he calls me through after I do all this stuff. So these are some of them. And this is not the temple um, tokens. However, these are the Mason handshakes and they are almost identical. Do you want to try to, you want to try to click on, on number 10? Cause what I'm seeing right now is like your, I I see the pictures, but they're very small. Yeah. So like the handshake. So I think if you double click on that, maybe that'll, it'll bring it up bigger. If not, if not, no worries. Did that help? Did that show it? No, right now I I I still see like the top left still says see, like, pod- tiny. it says it says podcast and then there's oh let's see what, 11, 12. If not, it's not a big deal. There's 12, uh, 13 pictures, but they're they're yes. they're all like small. They're not like tiny, tiny. See, it's my full screen for me. Maybe if I look down on the but it, if not, no worries. I can still see okay. them. And if you look close, you can you can definitely see them. I see okay. that I, I can kind of see the handshakes look very similar. Did, did that blow it up at all? No. Nope. Okay, shoot. It's all right. Well, this is my first time on my new little computer setup. Usually okay. I was doing it on my phone, but these are all they can look these up as well and they're Masonic um handshakes. So you give those and you go through the veil, your husband calls you, and then he he you do this whole weird thing there's a lot more to it the first time you go it's for you and and him but the next time you go and people are encouraged to go multiple times they are encouraged to go as many times as they can oh i think i see this let's see um no but that's not gonna help me uh they are encouraged to go as many times as they can to the temple to do it for other people. And so then they start doing this for others and all dead people, all dead people. So it beca- this is, can you see this picture? Is it too small? Um, I, it's weird. I don't even see your cursor. All I, all I see is like the, the, the podcast folder. Oh, I see. And then all your, all your, those pictures are small. So I think if, if, if you're still on the exact same page, because the screen that you're sharing is the document that says podcast. So you're, you're sharing, like I, it says, oh. I personal app data, desktop oh documents, pictures. Okay. It's tricky. So I, I know you're working on, I know you're working on a new, I uh, might have to just mess. Yeah. I'll, I'll just explain That's it right. better because I feel like it will just take away from what we're talking about. But so you, 
the first time, like I said, you go through and you, you do it for yourself and your, your husband, because the only two ways you can go to the temple is if you are getting married or you're going on a mission, LDS girls are not encouraged to go on a mission and they cannot go until they're 21 because they want us to get married. And so the boys go and they go at 19. And this is in the prime of your life. Like I've had nephews and things that have given up scholarships and, and just, yeah, not played baseball, not played football, not, not finished school out because they've interrupted it. You go for two years. And during that time, you are not allowed to talk to a, you're like a priest. You don't talk to women. You don't date. You don't talk to your family barely. Like I think once a week they can call home. Um, and that used to be only twice a year. It used to be on Christmas and on mother's day and that was it, but they changed it. So, so, so I'm sorry. So this is when the men are on their mission. So like today I went to the liquor store and I bought myself a 12 pack of rolling rock. And as I was leaving, I seen two elders, I believe they're called (laughs) on their bicycles. So, so you're saying, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So they are. They are giving up their life and not only do they give up their life, but they have to pay for that mission out of their pocket. That's, yeah. that's super wild. When I lived in, <laughs> when I lived in Maine, I lived in Maine for a while and I worked at a store called Van Houston and mm-hmm. these Mormons yeah, I know would come Van in Houston. Yeah. to buy ties uh-huh. and I would always, you know, treat them as I would treat anybody else. Right. Well, of course. Long story short. Uh, one day after work, I'm at home on the deck and I'm having a beer and they come riding by and I'm like, oh shit, that's the guy from, um, oh, from the tie. Exactly. That's the guy from the, um, uh, from the, that I was selling ties to hold on one. Uh Oh, my daughter took a little spill up there. Oh, you're good. Um, but anyhow, so yeah, so they ended up coming over. And I'm smoking my joint and I'm drinking my beer and I actually had fun. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even like a, you're good. She landed on her little butt. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Um, but anyhow, so yeah, they would come over and I would like, I would have great conversations with them. And I was always like, you know, talking about like so you don't believe in aliens and blah 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 blah. obviously my my thoughts on all that have changed but um what i was getting to when we ended up moving so we ended up moving from that place to another place and i just kind of told that told them this in passing they actually helped us move all of our shit oh yeah from one house to the other and i thought that was i mean there's some of the not the sad thing is, is there's some of the nicest people you'll ever meet and most of their actual members just like in many situations, I feel like when you get into a a cult type situation, yeah. this, they, they don't understand. They don't know any of the stuff that I'm telling you, because as a member, I didn't know some of the stuff I'm telling you and they encourage community. They, enc- this is why it's so hard to leave. They encourage community. They encourage you to be charitable. They encourage you, but you know who else also does that? Masons. They, they encourage them to do the same thing. And so I'm like, well, it's like, you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but also they need to stop saying that I would back off and never speak about this again. If they would say they're not Christian because they're not. 
and they say, well, we believe, we believe in Jesus too. We believe in the same Jesus. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't even believe in the Trinity. So no, you don't. The Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Yes. They believe they are three separate beings. And I will definitely get into that. But I, I, I'm like, you know, even on the apps where you, when you move and now you put in, my husband showed me this. He's like, I was on my phone and I was looking for that church you were talking about, that born again Christian church. And he's like, you know, now instead of the cross, it, it used to show the Christian churches with the cross on the little Google maps. And it used to show the LDS churches with the angel Moroni trumpet because they, that's just how they've always done it. Now they show them all as crosses. Well, the church doesn't even believe in a cross. You can't even wear a cross there. So I'm like, that's ridiculous. And I'm sure plenty of people that like maybe foreigners or different people that don't know what that means, they go to that church and then think, wow, this is the best thing ever. Yep. And then bam, bam, they're, you're Mormon. They're tricked, you know? they're, tricked, they're tricked into it. They're like, yeah, hey, now, it's we, bad. We've seen, we've seen that cross before. And they usually when you see a cross, you can identify with that cross, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so they're almost putting up these false symbols just to oh. get more people in so bad wow. and you know they also are counting people that are not off of the records so like my son was blessed in the church but only blessed that means like as a baby he got his name and got a blessing in front of the church that was it they still count him as a member even though he's never been baptized into it and he doesn't go to that church they still are doing that because they want to keep their numbers up yep keep and the numbers up. Yep. so many people are leaving in droves because they're like, no, they, the, the computer era started a mass exodus for them. People started finding things out like me, like the things I'm, I'm telling you it, or will be telling you it. And people don't know. And everybody's just like, no, that's not possible. And I'm like, bet, bet. I will show you on my phone right now. This wasn't, some of it was hard to find, but some of it wasn't. And I'm like, no, I can show you 10 facts right now that it's total crap, you know, and they're doing little sneaky stuff now with the missionaries because they came to my house and I, I straight up, I answered the door. I'm like, I'm an apostate. I'm going to hell according to you. So you probably should go, you know, and they were like, oh, but can we use your, no, they didn't say it that way. They said, do you know any members close by that might let us use the bathroom? And it's freezing outside. I am not non, I, I have a Christian heart. I am not turning away anyone that needs to use my bathroom like they're wow. young women like they might have some issue you know so yeah i'm like them, okay yep. yeah let them use the bath. i told them no that's fine and so then what was funny is i told my mom about it and i said i kind of felt bad because she used the bathroom and she goes that's really funny because they pulled that on me last week and i said you gotta be kidding me i was like either people really are having to go to the bathroom a lot or <laughs> there's something going on you know so and you think I was you like, think so even though after you told them you're an apostate and according to their yeah. beliefs, you're going to hell, then they, then they proceeded to say, do you know, is there any other Mormons yes. around? We need to use the restroom. Yeah. So you, you let them in to use the restroom. Yep. And they and still tried to talk to me. Okay. And I okay. was like, I, I was like, no, no, we can't have this. And then she, then she says to me, but can I just give you a hug? And I'm like thinking about like how demons are transferred. And I'm like, Oh, like, I mean, I guess not that she's demonic. I'm not yeah, saying Yeah, that. but still, but still the intention. Yeah, in which, the intention. 
It's like little you girl, never know I've been there and you done never that. Know. You never know who's catching a ride on somebody's nope. back. Like I'm not trying to get, you know, nope. anything anyway. And so it's hard because you don't want, you want to have a Christian heart and you want to still be a good person. And you still want to be like saying like these members are good people for the most part. Like, I think that missionary, she was, she was schooled in some, like, I don't know, some different ways of getting in the door, but Cause they always tell them if you can get in the door da, da, da. and I'm like, nah, that's not going to happen. They were really talking up my little girl. And I was like, that's enough. You know, like you gotta go. Like, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but, but the most of the members are wonderful people. Most people have no idea what all this stuff is going on. Sometimes they do now because they hear it from other people, but they actually had a full campaign going on when the internet started getting really big. Um, it would say, don't, don't look up anything. If you need to know anything, go to LDS.org and doubt, don't doubt your faith, doubt your doubts. That was a literal campaign when I was in the church and I'm like, okay, this has gone too far. And then they came out when the whole immunizations came out and recommended every single person in the church get it and i'm like you have no business you have zero business interjecting yourself into a medical thing that is so bad because you have no idea if these people have other conditions or problems or whatever and that just hit me with another that hit me in some other kind of way i was like this is bad you know and i i saw a lot of people die i've seen a lot of people die and they can't prove it and i know that but you know what they never will but if you want me to trust the people that that turned around and gave us tuskegee you're crazy you're crazy yep. i'm not doing that you know and it bothers me because of the things you know Oh, Billy boy's wife said about how they were trying to push it on the African-American people. And then also how the church has been linked with tons of like problems with, you know, racism and all this. And we can get to that. I'm like, what is your intention here? Because this hits people as a nurse. I know this and I've watched it hits certain people different and it hits certain races different. And I've had multiple people of my friends, especially Latin Americans that have died from this at a young age. And that's terrifying. And it makes you wonder just what exactly are they doing? You know, or is this like an extermination? Because it's terrifying to me, you know? Absolutely. My mom, my yeah, my mom's married to a half Native American, half Spanish guy. My sister's married to a Hawaiian and he's half, so he's half Hawaiian and half Asian. My brother married a black gal from Chicago and she ain't even playing. Like she was just straight up, like deep from the hood. And so my family's really intermixed. And so I have, I have to be in the game. It's not just a numbers game for me. This is my family, you know, it's different. I'm sure you've heard things too. It's scary. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's no, yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, even when, even when, uh, the whole COVID shit started. I remember my dad, I lived at the time I lived up in Northern California in a, um, uh, in a mobile home park. And I remember, and this, again, this is before my dad. Now he's fully like, I'm just so it, most of my family, I mean, I'm getting shit sent to me all day long. We are all right. on the same page. Like, right. Now you're on great. it. Great. Yeah. Like it's great. Cause I can't imagine 
having the mindset that I have and being surrounded with people who think I'm oh, absolutely so fucking crazy. Um, that's how we are. <laughs> but I remember he was telling me, he was like, you know, is, is Amber Lynn, my, my oldest daughter, like don't have her out playing around because a lot of the, the community in the mobile home was, was Hispanics. And he goes, I heard right. that it's, it's hitting them harder. Like it's almost more That's attractive so to them. Yeah. And at, at first I'm like, you're fucking out of your mind, dude. Like that right. makes no sense, yeah. but it, it makes absolute sense. They're, they're trying tell to me. exterminate. Yeah. You can't tell me with the genetic. Okay. So right before all this happened, but the, I'm a conspiracy theorist. So whatever. Right. So right before all of this happened, what got pushed hardcore, what was being sold hardcore for every single Christmas? It was the DNA test. And guess who ran one of the biggest DNA tests? The Mormons. It's the Mormons. And I'm like, and you know, 23 and me. yes. And I'm like, do you know how scary that is to me? Because they have literal pro like prophets that have said, this is a quote from an older prophet in the seventies. He said, oh, we've been teaching our native brothers and sisters. And, and since we've been having more of them in our church, they've become more white and delightsome. And I'm like, that was my joke on the tavern yes, about the okay. white and delightsome. I didn't get that. I didn't. Okay. Yes. Okay. And some people already knew, I think, cause they were laughing, but I'm like, if you are a person of color and you're still in the LDS church, you have lost your damn mind because, and I don't mean that with disrespect. I'm just saying that I cannot believe with the past history of them having huge racism and they'll say, oh, well, the prophet's just a man like any other, but he's the prophet. Which one is it? Is he the prophet anointed by God? Because if he is, he's not supposed to be wrong, right? Because that's what the Bible says, right? you know, yep. but, but then he's wrong all the time. And then he's just a man and you can't blame him for being just a man. I'm like, yes, I can, because it says so in the Bible. So which one are you going with? Because your twistianity is not happening with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm done with that. Like, no. And so when I did get out, like things went real bad for me. Like, I mean, my grandma started listening that I was, my grandma was the one that raised me since the courts took me away when I was 12. So she took me. And after she heard that I was listening to anti-Mormon propaganda, she filed for CPS on me against my daughter and said that I was beating my daughter because her, her boyfriend was on a mission. Like we talked about the mission thing yep, yep. and she didn't want me messing with her brain. And so they lied because you can't file like, oh, well, she's listening to anti-Mormon stuff. That's not so. enough. Yeah, they're not going to yeah. do nothing for that. So they said I was beating her in the head and neck daily. And luckily, yeah, I was pregnant at the time. I had to go to court. I almost lost my baby twice. I had tons of problems because of the stress. You know, it's just not good for you when you're pregnant. And so long story short, my daughter was 17 and they looked at her straight in her face and they said, your 18th birthday is coming up. And if we find out that you lie on the stand, we will perjure you because this looks like a piece of crap. And she goes, well, she goes, tell me in your words, what, what that paper said that they filed. And she goes, I don't know. My grandma wrote it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well that case was dropped immediately. Like but then she couldn't get me that way. So she sued me. She kept every receipt that she ever had for my kids. Like every time she bought them dinner, every time she bought them school clothes and it, whatever, whatever, she took me to court and sued me and she won. 
And my whole family thinks I'm a thief and that I'm going to go to outer darkness as well. So, so, and then, so because and she, then she spent... died, <laughs> so I couldn't even fix it. Cause like, how do you prove that with a dead lady? You know, you don't, you just look like the asshole forever. So wow. I'm the asshole forever. Yeah. So she sued you. She because of your beliefs, or I guess your yeah. anti beliefs in in yeah. Mormonism. She sued you for all of the stuff that she paid for your children. She felt like yes. you stole that money because your beliefs yeah. were different. That's absolutely Apparently. I cannot, that. That's <sighs> got to only happen in, in a court in Utah. Oh. It was so bad. And then on top of it, since me and my ex-husband, we were going through our divorce at the same time, he was going to take the house and I'd already signed over the house and he was going to pay me money, but she knew I didn't have anything, you know, and she can't, you can't take away someone's child support. Like that's not a yeah. thing. So yeah. she was like, um, well, I'm going to go after him. And she tried to sue him. And all she did was make me and him tight. Because I was like, no, that is so messed up. I am so sorry that's happening to you. And I was like, I will do anything in my power to make sure that doesn't happen. And to this day, me and him are pretty good friends because of her. That's awesome. And that's awesome. I'm that like, you're, you're able look, to keep, yeah, you're able to keep that 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 relationship, you know, decent just because you guys, um, yeah, you know, being married it didn't work out. And it was unfair. Yeah, but, it was unfair for him. That's so crap. Like, I could have been that girl that was like, I don't care what happens to you. That's not my problem. No, I care. You know, I didn't want his life ruined. And especially I felt just horrible guilt because that's like my family, you know, Yep. and I couldn't believe it because we were so close to her. Like we did everything for her. Like we were at her beck and call because my grandpa died really young really suddenly and I felt like oh my gosh I have to help my grandma with everything because my grandpa was dead you know and I told him on his die dying bed like I will take care of her you know so then you feel like total trash because I mean shortly after all that garbage happened she passed away but I did go I did go I swore I'd never talk to her or see her again and I didn't talk to her when my brother passed away I just didn't have the capability in my brain to like deal with that, you know, at that time. And she tried, but, and I know she felt maybe bad in her own way, but then at the very end and my cousin called and he's like, dude, she's seriously going to die. And I, I had helped all my other family members gone to their home. They stayed in there with hospice. I was their nurse. Like I'm talking, I put a catheter in my grandpa. I bathed my grandpa, like, like all that. My great grandma took care of her. Like, so she, I know she knew she made a mistake because I would have took care of her. Despite the differences, it wouldn't have mattered. That's family, you know. That's a, that's a shame that it had to it had to come down to that. And then so she wasn't passing away, and some people will wait for things. So I would did go to the hospital, and she did pass away shortly after that. And I made sure she was taken care of, like that the nurses were doing. I'm a nurse, so of course I got all up in yep. there. You got you got like, you got your you got yeah. your community and yeah yeah wow. and so. That's what happened to me um, on that part. It was, it was a wild ride. And my, that's not even my husband's parents, my husband's parents, they still are. I, we've been together, like going on 11 years and like, literally they, they still don't like me. We ran away to get married. Cause I was like, I'm not going to have your mom look at me weird the whole wedding. <laughs> 
I don't want to. We've both been married before. Like what? You know, it's we were older and she was so pissed when we got pregnant that I was just like, dude, there's a baby in there. I don't know what to tell you. I was as shocked as anybody. My son's like my daughter's nine and my son's almost 16. You know, they told me all that was wrapped up and I was good. Nope. No, I wasn't. No, there was like one left in there. <laughs> well, you were, so, you were you were blessed yeah. with another another beautiful soul. Yep, and I just told her, "Hey, you don't agree with abortion, neither do I. What do you want me to do? You know, I lo- I'm I'm not unhappy. Like I love him. Like what do you want? But to this day, they still are really not happy. But he was already out of the church and everything since he was 16. So I think it's kind of funny because I'm like not I'm not the reason. You know. He actually helped me more than, I mean, I was still like lukewarm in the Mormonism. So it was a weird, it was definitely weird. It's still weird. It does feel like you got kicked out of like, it feels like the Jehovah's Witnesses, like how that's explained. It feels very much that way. People will say Mormons don't do that. Yes, they do. They just do it a lot nicer. They just do it with a big smile. They just are Molly Mormon, little sweet and innocent, you know, oh, very, de- yeah. very deceiving passive aggressive yeah yeah there you Uh go there you go Mm -hmm. that oh and i'm i'm aggressive aggressive so nobody likes that anyway but i'm like well whatever they can't handle the truth so actually to rewind it back to the actual religion not only do i feel like they're freemasons i know for a fact because the founder of the church was joseph smith and he his mother wrote an autobiography And it is published, and you can find this on Google, talking about how she worshipped in the cult of Abraxas, which Abraxas is the chicken snake god. Um, We call it that because that's how basically he looks. He has two snake tails kind of on the bottom and a chicken head on the top. But what I found really interesting is he's a necromancer. And a lot of what happens with Joseph Smith and all those baptisms for the what? Dead. The people are dead. All this like complete like engrossing on the dead. And I'm like, this is really interesting. So I never knew that while I was in ever. And she literally said that her name was Lucy Mack Smith. And if you Google Abraxas and her quote, it will come right up. And so they will say, no, no, that wasn't it. They were known treasure hunters. They were known for, um, divination they were known for uh with their treasure stuff they would use uh divining rods and they would go out and the other boy joseph smith was sick when he was young so he stayed inside a lot of the times because he had a huge bone infection that he almost lost his leg and so he would stay inside and be a scryer so while he was inside that he would send out papers like to them and i'm assuming it's automatic writing but he would send them out the stuff and, oh, go here, go west, this many steps, whatever. And actually, they kind of sucked at treasure hunting. I don't think they ever found anything very good. But that was what they were known for. And then they also had, he had in his treasure bag, which the church swears is not his. They try and say it's his brother's. And one thing that was specifically identified by his wife, Emma Smith, was a Jupiter talisman that he wore and wore on until he died. And why would he have a talisman if he was a Christian, right? Yep. Like that doesn't even make any sense. He had a bag that had 
I showed it on Josh's show and he was so, it wasn't him. It was Jason was like, yo, we didn't pray. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, yeah, we probably should. He's like, that looks scary. And I'm like, no, it, it does. In fact, I sent it to myself on the email and it got flagged as dangerous, a dangerous <laughs> email. To, to, I was like, what? Okay. Of course, of course. I sent it to myself. Yeah. <laughs> And so it was kind of funny because it does look creepy. And he goes, it looks like a sigil. And I'm like, oh, it is. And then it tells you about what it is. It's a protection sigil. It's one calling angels down. He specifically had like different angels he had on that paperwork from the Enochian alphabet. And that's where I, my personal feeling is. And I don't know if you know about the John D story and the Enochian alphabet, I did, but no, he I, saw I Okay, so John D gets skipped over a lot, but he saw angels and they gave him this alphabet and he wrote it down. Sound familiar? Like this is the same as Scientology, the same as Mormonism, and even Muhammad saw and all of them started their own religion. It's I'm going to do an episode on this because it's it's too coincidental. So John D writes down this Enochian alphabet is supposed to be the, the language of angels. And so he used some of those sigils and he put them into that Enochian alphabet was in the Magus. You know what the Magus is? The book for like, it's like um, a spell book kind of. It's I've like heard, a very, a, a cult. I don't know a lot uh -huh. about it, but I've, I have heard about it. So they say he had, oh, he had no access to that. Oh, he had, he wouldn't be doing that. Yes, he would. His family was Scottish and Irish and that his mom is in this cult of Abraxas. Are you crazy? And he was sick for like four years and had to like stay in bed and just lay there. I mean, you're going to read everything in the house. Like, come on, you're going to be bored. And he, and I believe he was super smart. But I also know, so he goes and prays. The whole story is he goes and prays at like 15, 14, I think it's 14 in the grove because all these churches were surrounding him and he didn't know which church to join. So he, he read the part of the Bible that says, if ye lack wisdom, go ask of God. So he did. And he says, angels appeared to him. One, one, which he says was God, the father, actual God, the father, which no one's seen God, the father. So right out the gate, we're got, we've got problems, you know? So he says, okay, um, don't join any of them. I'll give you the full knowledge. And, and he's like, okay. So at, over the years, people always take that story like, oh, and then he got the golden plates and boop. It was, no, that's not what happened. For years, he was trying to get the plates because this angel Moroni, not only did he see God, the father and the other angel, he saw angel Moroni who had the plates in the hill. And it's like, okay, how many is that now? And he also saw multiple dead people. So I think in total, it's recorded that he saw 24 either dead people or angels. You tell me that that sounds like some God stuff, or does that sound like something else? you know uh yeah yeah most definitely. yeah so i'm like all right so then we start learning about that the the like moroni said you have to bring your brother next year and come back because you're not good enough to get these golden plates right now and so he was going to do that but his brother dies <laughs> okay of so course. sudden death yeah he has the sudden death whatever i believe it was the faustian bargain I believe his dad, who was a 33 degree Mason, and so was he, they both had to make their own sacrifice. And I'll say why, because 
he dies and then like he gets the plate shortly after and they make it always sound like it's this beautiful thing like oh and then the angel came and then oh like here's the plates no that's not what happened it happened on the fall equinox in the middle of the night at around three in the morning he dressed all in black this was in a biography from his mother she wrote it not me this is not my history mormons this is your history so he went out and got the plates and then he took them all dressed in black on the fall equinox in the middle of the night from some apparition right I, I don't think any of that sounds great. You know, I mean, it sounds terrifying and no one ever really saw the plates. And if they were made of a hundred percent gold, like he says they were, how do you even carry the things? Right. So shortly after this, about nine months to the day, real close to, they have a baby, him and his wife, because he had just got married when he got those plates. And that baby is not only born severely deformed, it dies shortly after birth. And what do they name it? The dead brother's name. You tell me what's going on there. No. But the That's necromancy, yeah. No. Yep. They're Faustian bargain. He had 11 children and I think five of the 11 died at, in infancy. So like weird, weird stuff going on there. And you know, his mason, his masonry is what got him actually murdered. He was tarred and feathered. He was in a jail, like we'll get there, but it, it was mostly because he kept messing around with everybody's wives. And also he stole their temple ceremony. So he, he gets these plates. He says he translated them. Every, all of us believed in the Mormon church. He used the Urim and Thummim. Okay. It's like these weird glasses that are super thick and they look kind of like crystals, but that's not true. The truth is he used a hat. He would put a cedar stone in the hat, cover his head, because this is documented from his scribe. And it would just come to him. That's automatic writing. Absolutely. For sure. Yep. Like that. That's crazy to me. There's no way what they said. He would give them symbols so that he could translate them later. And then he would translate them. So this guy that's helping him. He, Martin Harris is the first one. His wife is like, nah, bro. And if you ever saw the South Park about Mormons, this is the funniest thing ever. They've mm. like taken it off of YouTube. You have to pay for this episode now because probably the Mormons didn't think it was funny, but it's funny <laughs> <laughs> and it's accurate. What's even funnier is it actually happened. And his wife said, okay, if you're spending all our money and you're spending all your time with him. I want to see this. And he wouldn't let her see the plates because Nobody could set their eyes upon him or they would die. That's what he said. So, okay. She says, all right, I want to see like the writing then show me a chapter of the book, you know? So the guy begs and begs and finally he brings this chapter home and she burns it. And, and in the South park, the whole time they're like, dum, da, dum, dum, dum. Like this whole time you think it's like part of the song that they're singing, but actually on hers, they go smart, so smart, smart, smart. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so good. So then she burns him and he goes back and tells him, oh my gosh, they're gone. What should I do? And he goes, it's okay. God knew this was going to happen. And so we, we won't translate those anymore because she did that because the angels are telling me not to, of course. Right. <laughs> oh, It's my. like too good. It's too good. It really is. And I think that I mean, everything that you're saying is just like, oh my goodness. Like instead of yes. 
like every time I see an elder, like instead of being like, oh, like <laughs> fuck, fuck off, it's more like, dude, I feel super bad for you because oh, you yeah. literally don't have a clue as to what is going on, what you're worshiping. No. This right here, so I, I found I found some photos here. Yes. Um, this one right here is kind of good. Um, it's 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 from da- I don't know if you know who this guy is, Dallin Oaks, the BYU oh, yeah. president, yeah, yeah, yeah. Utah. Says research is not the answer, quote unquote. So he is literally yep. saying like, don't research it. No. Nope. Again, like you said, go to the LDS website <laughs> and all your answers are going to be fucking right there for you. And then yep. this guy right here, you had mentioned earlier, um, about the the gowns or whatever you wear well these are this is all being made in china in a sweatshop oh and it says right down here the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints and they are in the middle of making the gowns and they have the only patents it's a racket for sure they could be brought up on racketeering charges because it is they require you to have them and then you can only buy them through them and you can only buy them if you have the special passcode, like your little temple card. And so, I mean, yeah, they're making all the money. Off it's a mono- it. it's a monopoly is, is absolutely is, yep, exactly what yep. it is. And yep. this one here, you said the, what, what was the, what was the joke? The white. Oh, uh, the white and delight. Some, yes, yeah. The, the white, white and delight. And we got, we got, it says, so there I was the only white guy in Jerusalem. <laughs> yep exactly and i'm like i don't understand how people aren't uh, how they're not more in tune with that but like they also come you have to understand they come preaching this message and it, it really appeals to certain people like people that have had people die and and like especially children because they preach families are forever and they preach that that marriage that i had that was creepy as crap over an altar looking into forever mirrors which are totally a cult and making oaths they say that marriage will will stand time in all eternity no the bible says no the bible says there's none of that in heaven right so how come everything you know, doesn't go together. Well, then they'll turn it around and they'll say, that's because we only believe in the Bible as it's translated correctly. And they'll turn it around and say the Bible wasn't translated correctly. There's always a loophole. It always goes (laughs) back to like, oh, well, you know, this isn't really what it seems. And yeah, I mean, I know it says that in the Bible, but they didn't translate it correctly. Yeah. And then, oh, this story, you know, it's it's different. It's just they got it wrong. Yeah, they got it wrong. They'll say actually one of the um, older church presidents, they actually said, hey, what about Masons? You guys practice almost Masonry. And he said, we have the true Masonry in the Mormon church because Joseph Smith became a Mason in the midst of all this stuff that I was telling you. And he becomes a 33 degree Mason in one day, one day. So his dad had already been a 33 degree Mason. And then he goes through and gets his temple rights, which are almost identical to our temple rights. And one month later, his, his ceremony is released to his members. Well, that's not, that's what got him killed. Cause they were like, Hey, he started bringing everyone into the Masons that was part of the Mormons. And they were getting worried because they were like, hey, he's got the numbers, man. He's got more people with him than we have in like three states. So and he's sleeping with everybody's wives. And so they were like, no, they they used to say he wasn't a polygamist, but he was and they knew it. And when when one of the guys caught him, his second scribe 
caught him at, literally rolling in the hay with his little teenage uh, housekeeper girl. Uh, they they caught him and they turned it around and he excommunicated them. <laughs> and so I'm like, there's no way. Yeah, like he always came out and they literally said he would always come out smelling like a rose that if you put him in a room with the people that that were angry at him, it wouldn't it wouldn't stick. He just had a silver tongue. And ob- I mean, obviously he had like 33 wives, right? So I'm like, uh, yeah. And you know, if, if uh, you can't yeah. see that, if you can't see that, um, I don't know. I don't know what what kind of help you need. But no, it's right, yeah, it's, literally it's so right there. wild. Well, and then they're doing chanting like that stuff I was telling you in, in the temple. If anybody ever asks you, can we put your name on the temple book? Okay. Say no, because they do this weird freaking circle and they put their hands up and they're like chanting with their faces covered and doing this number. And I, I remember sitting there and I looked at my grandma and I was like, what is going on? Sounds and like she a, was like, don't worry. Sounds like a yeah, Taylor don't Swift worry. concert. <laughs> oh, for real. It was worse. I mean, the music was even worse and that's like shocking. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's absolutely great that you were <laughs> able to overcome this and yes, I mean, cause oh, yeah, like just kept, just kept saying in the same, in the first tavern, he's like, how come if this is happening and all this weird stuff, and there's a lot of people that leave the church, how come you're the only one saying any of this? And I'm like, because they're still scared because they literally tell you if you do the oaths and you break them, then you will go to outer darkness with murderers. And people, I think on some level are, are either too afraid of their own beliefs or don't have enough belief in God or whatever to get it, or they're too afraid of looking like an outsider. And I'm not sure which it is. But when you've been indoctrinated that fucking long, oh, it, like when you've been in, like, and, 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 and so when you were trying to pull up photos, I was trying to like find some of the photos find that, that you may or uh-huh. have had. And there's a Reddit page that I'm going to send to you. And so to go back to the question that, that Jess had, like, why are you the only one? Right. Why is uh, no you're one not, talking? You're, you're not the only one. Um, there's an entire Reddit page, which I just lost, but I will find it and I will send it to you. And that's where I got all that. I mean, it's pages and pages and it's pages huge. of people that were Mormons that are now what uh, I will uh, apostate apostate. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go right there. I mean, there, there's many yep. people, but also in the same time, like what you're doing is very unique to most people because I remember when, uh, when I was listening to your, the show that you did on, on, on uh, catalyst Jones, the white rabbit. And you said that you still live in Utah. I'm like, holy smokes, dude. Like you're, you're brave. And that's <laughs> yeah, what it takes. Like, I'm here. Like it'd be Yeah. Different. They could come for me, man. You and know, I, like there's, there's no some doubt. crazy stuff. Yeah. And, and the thing is too, is it's so looked down on, like, I have to keep this separate. Like this isn't on my Facebook, like as much as I want fans as I, this isn't something I share with my whole family. If they find out, they find out. But like some people know, some people don't, you know, and I just feel like, you know what, I am doing something that's making it okay for other people to do it too. 
because you can say this was traumatizing for me. This was scary for me. This was not a good feeling. This didn't feel like God when I was sitting in there doing all this weird stuff, you know? And when I got out and I found God, like I only found God, like really found God. Like, I mean, I knew God and I loved God even before even before that church, like I always knew there was a God because of my childhood, you know, the stuff that happened to me, like that was the tip of the iceberg so small, but like, I knew there was somebody there and that didn't take convincing. So I knew when I was out, I would know he was still there, but it really gained my testimony. But I will say this. I don't know that I ever believed in demons or the dark side as much as I do now, because it's a constant battle. I get demonic attacks. When I first got out, it was horrible. It was horrible. And we, we had to go through my family line, you know, generational curses go on and on. My DNA says Mormon settler history. Like it's in my DNA. Like you you don't just break that. That took time. That took time and effort and prayers and just so much. And I made an actual response video on YouTube because I felt so bad. People started messaging me like crazy, like, what did you do to help? And so I made a video on YouTube. It's on YouTube. And just to try and help about spiritual warfare. It's going on. I mean, it's going on right now. That's exactly, in my opinion, what's happening. It is a is a, it is a, a silent war. It is a spiritual yeah. war against good and evil. Oh, that's a hundred percent. You know, and and now's the time, man. Now's the time. I was not a believer. I got my first Bible, I think, three years ago. Um. Well, I got a Bible when I was in the Navy. A little small, itty bitty little. Uh -huh. I didn't. I didn't really read it. Um. But it was, uh, yeah, about three, four years ago, I got my first Bible that my aunt had had got from, had given me. It was one of hers, and I actually started kind of reading it. I haven't, I have not read it front to back, um, mm -hmm. but I, but I do pick it up on occasion and kind of go through it. I'm also yeah. into like the Lost Books of the Bible, the Book of Jasher, right. the Enoch, yeah. and, and all that fun jazz. But um, uh, the point being, well, they found they found archaeological support for a lot of those books by the way oh yeah they, but they no don't doubt. talk about that yeah nope. that's why most even even most churches even most like christian churches <laughs> they don't they don't talk about that you know um mm. flat earth you know flat earth I, I i've that that's a whole nother thing and i i am a believer I, I can't say it's it's not flat like a freaking pancake i don't think i don't think it's right. flat like a pancake no but is there a firmament you bet your sweet ass there's a firmament there's a yes. there's a firmament i mean you look when you look up and you see elon musk with his little spacex jet, hey, every plane goes like this it doesn't go up well no, what do rainbows what do rainbows do look exactly. at rainbows they curve yeah. and there's actually a yeah. really cool i think it was from have you seen um uh the level series with sean hibbler no but i know who he is okay so i'll watch it he has he, uh, they're amazing they're amazing um but he also has a picture of like really high up in the sky of a of an actual rainbow and it's it's a full circle the circle the i've seen the circle, circle but when you're awesome. when you're down here in your lower elevation you it, it curves 
You know right. I mean? if, if, right. If, it was, yep. if, if, if there wasn't a permanent there, in my opinion, it would just go straight right. up. It would look like a rainbow yeah. bar going straight up and down. Right. And that's not the case. Nope. Well, and there's so many things that we don't understand. And people are so funny. Like I'm undecided, but I think I know there's a firmament. And then I think it's like a snow globe, like in my brain, yeah. like that's the best way I can think of, but there's an underneath, you know, yep. too, cause I believe in shield, but I, I think I lean more towards that. And I did a flat earth. My last episode was with Josh on flat earth and man, did that stir the pot on YouTube. And here's my thing. People are like, and there is no proof that the earth is flat. And I'm like, there is no proof that the earth is round either. And they're like, yes, what about this? And what about that? I'm like, you mean the Stanley Kubrick film stuff or what? Because you believe NASA? Why? I don't believe any government agency and I don't believe anything that they tell me. Sorry, I don't. I'm one step away from an anarchist and there's nothing other than I'm patriot. I'm a patriotic anarchist, if that sounds like ridiculous. But I, I believe in our country the way it used to be. But I not I I hate what it's become. Yep. But do I want communism? No. But like, I don't know what to do about the mess we're in. So I don't know what else to say other than anarchy. But like, I mean, I think it's almost better to say we could take care of ourselves. And I don't mean anarchy as in everybody goes buck wild. I mean, yep. like you could have government. things contracted out yep. privately with our own taxes and people don't like get that in their head and that guy i told you about the last american vagabond he's an anarchist and speaks very much about that and i'm like you know and charlie robinson does too a yep. lot of yep. them do and i'm like this makes more sense to me because if you had somebody that you knew like hey don't go with that company they do crap work we would have some good roads. We would have some good stuff. We yep. could make something that might last, you know, but no, here we are. Plus we don't have any money because we send it all to Ukraine. So yep. we can't even, we can't even help our own people here. Like the whole Lahaina thing. And that's a whole nother story, but that was planned. Yep. I know people, I know people like, I won't say how, because <clears throat> I don't know if he wants me to. But like very close people to me and he was a green beret and he retired and he told me flat out. Yes, it was. Yeah. I did stuff like that. I detonated stuff like that. That was planned attack. Yep. Yep. From I a green beret airborne, you know? Yep. I don't, I don't doubt that for two seconds. And it's, 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 uh, that whole thing is just absolutely disgusting. I actually lived yeah. up in Northern California. Northern California during the 2017 fires, I was there for that entire that entire when half thing. of the trees didn't even burn. <laughs> yeah, the trees didn't burn. Um, there, there's there's a Excuse video me. I I've seen a, another version of it on Instagram, and one of the photos is there's a Jack in a Box, a McDonald's, and a and an Arco. They talk about like that's the exit that I took to get to my grandpa's house. Wow, I know, and I actually went there in April. We got picked up from the airport, which is about 10 minutes north of that. And I wanted to go grab some beer and get my kid a yeah. soda. And we went to that re newly rebuilt Arco. Like we lived through it. My fiance actually at that time wow. was, uh, she has diabetes and she was having some issues. So she was actually in the hospital. And I remember I was on the phone with her and she had to take a break from talking to me. She was telling the nurse she smells like, fire and oh, the boy. nurse is like oh there's no there's 
nothing it's that we all know fire, of. Everything. A couple, couple of hours later, yep, she's being <laughs> evacuated. She was one of the last wow. people to be evacuated because she was not in an ICU. The critical, yeah. She was not critical. in the critical unit. And so, yeah, they evacuated. <laughs> we were there for that entire thing. I had no power for two weeks. Wow. Um, I remember driving, the craziest thing, I remember driving with her brothers and my daughter to go visit her in Vallejo where they had moved her and we're driving on the 101 freeway south and uh i, I want to say it's what like six lanes i think it's three lanes going north three lanes going south and that was a big thing too like the fire jumped all that way well i remember driving and these redwoods and these ponderosa pines um some of them were burning from the inside out yeah i watched that's it with my normal. own two with my own two eyes it was not That's burning weird. from the outside, but you can see embers coming from like a little hole. But people out. will tell you you're crazy and yeah. that that couldn't happen. Thank I, God I, your wife was okay. Oh, yeah. No, she was good. Oh but, um, you know, a lot of the people that I work with lost all their homes. I had a um, oh awesome dude God. I worked with and him and his um, uh, girlfriend, fiance at the time, they're now married and have kids. They just, I remember we talked every day talking about all the improvements that he's done on his new place and blah, 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 and everything burned to the ground. Uh, And at the time I worked for a a big winery called the Francis Ford Coppola winery. He he was the director of the Godfather. um, Yeah. uh, Tons of other movies. I can't believe I'm spacing on this. Yeah. um, I do have to say, he, he, he did a lot. He had, he has two suites in the, in the winery. So when we have like special guests, come visit they would stay in these suites he actually housed um a lot of the people a couple of families that oh, lost wow. everything he housed them at the winery and he also donated a butt ton of money to all the people that wow. lost their funds i'm not going to speak ill on him but now that right. i am in i am all about you know finding out the truth and being that he is I'm not going to say he's, he's up, an elite, up, but he's upper, up there. Upper echelon. And, yep. and can I, I'll tell you something really crazy. So I have a picture on my phone and I'm going to, I'm going to end up blasting. I, I'm going to make sure I can't get in trouble for this, but uh, <laughs> there was an internal letter that he had wrote to the, to the like management staff. And then we oh, read uh-huh. it to the rest of the crew and it <clears> pretty <throat> much went over. Um, he was pretty much saying, it was kind of odd. He was saying that he was not voting for Trump in what the 2020 Mm. election and he was voting for someone else and this is why but he also right after that he ended up saying he ended up cutting everybody's 401k so he was matching our 401k he stopped doing that he Mm. anyone that was salary he doctor he he took three percent out of their salary they were making and then gave everyone that was salary a furlough day a month and what happened shortly after that? This is in 2019. This is before the fucking pandemic he knew. started. He, he knew. knew. And then, boom, knew. everything shut down. He ended up selling mm-hmm. the winery to a company called Delgado, the Delgado family. It's like, dude, I read that. This is before COVID was even a fucking thing. You knew. You knew, yeah, you knew. that you were going to take a hit uh, financially wow. as far as your business goes. So I'm like, so he he just cut and ran yeah he didn't care he still owns a couple other wineries so here's my question on the big fires and i don't know if you know this i don't know this who owns all that land now who did the land grab that's what What? that that's the dots we need to connect (laughs) so i heard i think i was talking to 
fuck. I remember because we were doing this episode. I wanted a white rabbit to be on. It, it, there was some things that popped up, so he was unable to be there that day. But I still had all this information super fresh. And I, oh, I think it was uh, mm. uh, Troubles Garcia from Paranoid Radio. Uh, uh-huh. I want to say that it had something to do with a lot of that land that got burned. They were trying to put that high speed rail in. Oh. So now that mm. all these like houses are now crumbled, right? Then you can either you, I think then the then had, it's flattened, yeah. And they so they, now they... they blamed everything on PG and E. It was all PG and E's fault because they weren't checking the transformers. Blah 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 blah. That shit was wild. Mm. And then that even gets into the Paradise Fires. The Paradise Fires. Oh, there's so many fires. There's so many fires in the last five years. I cannot believe. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe that. Pe- this is what blows me away. How do you wake up in the morning and you're not like, ding? Like, what part of your mind when all of the people got, you know, sick anyway after they took their 47th shot and everything else that happened? What part of you just wakes up and turns on CNN again? What part of you does not have that inner fire? Like I was not, I was a normie, bro. 2018, I was the most normal girl. All I cared about was going to work with my kids and I didn't care. You know, my life was good, whatever. I mean, I wasn't even as good of a Christian as I am now. Like I just wasn't, I wasn't dialed up, you know? And then the whole thing happened in 2020 and not only that, but at the same time that 2020 crap happened, I lost my daughter, my daughter estranged from me at the same time in 2019 to 2020, she got married and there's an episode on it with Davey Wavy. It's worth a listen, even though it's audio only. I heard that one. Yep. And broke me. It broke me. And I will tell you, there will be nothing that brings you closer to God. And I mean, I've had some doozies. Like my brother died of an accidental overdose. My niece got took away. Like her mom committed suicide a year later. Like there's been some stuff in our family. You want to talk about generational curses, like some crazy stuff. Like my great grandpa, and we're not talking 1922, we're talking in the 40s. Okay. Him and his brother had such a bad alcohol problem. They couldn't handle it. It wasn't like they liked to drink. No, they, they were alcoholics, you know, they got so drunk one night, they decided they were going to have a duel and he shot his brother. And when he realized like, Hey, he's dead and this is real and you just killed your, he shot himself. And then a couple years, like, so that, that happened. Then my grandparents, they had four kids, their youngest son got shot in the head. You tell me this stuff isn't weird. Like, and he was a rough and tough dude, but like, it was an accident. Same thing. It happened in the family. It was an accidental gun discharge. Cause I knew he, they kept saying it was suicide. And I said, yo, he's a sundowner. Do you know what that is? Like, do you know what that is? I sundowner, don't, sundowner, sundowner, nope. You know what a hell's angel is? Yes. All right. Well, my uncle was just like that. Uh, sundowners is like the hell's angels, but like, <laughs> hi kitty. And, but he was like top of the top. He was like on, Oh, look, you're cute. Hi. Oh my gosh. You're so cute. (laughs) You wave to me. Oh, I like you. (laughs) And so, um, my grand, like the uncle, he was like secretary of the sundowners, which that doesn't mean you like write stuff down. (laughs) That's like a 
is a whole nother thing. It's a motorcycle gang. It's Sons of Anarchy. When I watched Sons of Anarchy, my I was like, this really happens. This really happens. <laughs> you, you know, know yeah, 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 yeah. I grew up in it. And so he died, he but he didn't die. And I'm like, he wouldn't have shot himself and missed in the head. You don't think this sundowner knows how to shoot a gun? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, it was an accidental discharge of a firearm, but they still ruled it what they ruled it, you know? And so that happened to him. Then my brother died, like all this stuff and nothing broke me until, until that happened with my daughter. When that happened, I was so lost for like six months. I was, I'm always the one that's like, don't talk to me about being sad. I have to go plan this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've got to go fix this for everybody. And I just function, you know, and are you still, are you still estranged? Oh my uh, God. She is still estranged and or she just she... had, yep. She just had my first grandchild. Yeah. I remember, so. I remember hearing that on actually, on I'll tell you a little follow-up, which is really, really weird. So her husband, I'm pretty sure that was a whole, hi, whole assignment. And, um, she, she had the baby. We were sitting at my kitchen table and I said, this is ridiculous. This is hurting everyone. And it needs to stop now. And right. As I said, now my mom's phone rang and I was like, Oh, that was weird. And she puts it on speaker. Cause she can't hear good. And it's my daughter and she's screaming like, and I don't care. She's mad at me or not. I'm going to say what's going on when you're screaming, yeah, like crying. Screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm panicking and I'm thinking something's wrong with the baby or something. And she's like, grandma lightning just struck my house and it's on fire. Right. Oh, as I said, oh right. As I said, now that had to have happened as we were speaking. And so lightning struck their house and it hit a gas line and it blew out their, their wall and it uh, broke their dryer, their TV, like everything that was like kind of connected in that area. They luckily got out safely, oh but her husband was, he's a volunteer firefighter and he, he's, yeah, I will say this for him. He's brave. He ran back in and he put it out without any help. Oh, he's crazy well that's the whole problem <laughs> but yeah he just doesn't like me because i'm loud and opinionated and are they are they, I, are, not... they are they are they a part of the mormon church no but no. i don't know what kind of thing that they're in they're baptists but they live in a really small town and sometimes i wonder about that town and i kind of said that in that episode because they live there and they're it's okay I love kids I have six <laughs> I'm like kids always like me a whole bunch because they're like oh this lady knows <laughs> they just they just they have yeah. that bond kids and dogs kids and dogs with me they're like oh this lady seems to know where to get the food <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah I, I'm like yes yes I do <laughs> come with me <laughs> but yeah yeah you're so cute <laughs> But, um, so she, she had that happen and still nothing. And I was shocked. I, and the baby, funny enough, I'll send you a photo. It looks just like me when I was a baby. <laughs> and I said, well, you might be able to kick me out of your life, but my jeans are there. Yep. You're not kicking crap out of that. You're going to be staring at me every day. Well, hopefully. Well, and 
and she's Dad. born two weeks before my birthday so I hope she acts just like me he he doesn't you're fine it's fine I don't care how many times we have to wave <laughs> she, hopefully that's not uh, hopefully I mean we've I, I've been in similar situations with with family members where we don't talk and it just you know yeah. hopefully it that will not so be the case worse. forever it does yeah. but hopefully hopefully that will all hash out We're in hoping. time you know you never know it's been four know. been four years but like I said it doesn't matter how many years it is for me and he did come apart she doesn't know this he screamed at my mother on the phone and said you will not let her speak to her mother again and even though all I said was her baby was beautiful I'm glad she's okay I hope she's safe you know like I, I did say this and I got to say one thing I said I don't know why you're choosing to do this, but moms don't give up. And when you're ready, I'm here, you know, because that's the thing when it's you and you're a parent, you, you got this little one here, yep. you don't give up on your kids. Nope. You never do. And I, nope. and if she came, even if I was pissed, which I'm not, I'm just sad, you yeah. know, but if she came to my door tomorrow i would be happy just like the prodigal son's dad like you you forget all that you just love them so much you know you can't I, I, that's so. something that's something that you can't it, he's messing with something he's messing with something he he can't erase yep you yep. know no matter how hard you try no matter no. how hard you want we've been in uh, me and we've been in similar situations um with me and my family and and uh, my in-laws and vice versa and you know it's definitely tough and and you just hope that everything will you know pan out pray work out someday faith. someday it'll work out it'll work out it'll work <clears> well out. god will do god will do what he wants with yep. it at some point when i when i really enveloped myself into god i started to understand like maybe this isn't about me Maybe this is about her. Maybe this is some lesson that she yep. needs that yep. I need to be out of the way for. Yep. So as a mother, that's impossibly hard. But I especially couldn't. him telling, yeah, my mom that she's dead to us. Don't you ever do that again? Uh, you know, all this horrible stuff. I'm like, wow, like, okay. And she won't tell because she doesn't want to make any problems, which I don't care. Yep. I don't need any more problems like involved in that whole mess, you know? Hi. <laughs> it's Ellie. You're happy. Name. It's Ellie, by the way. This is little Ellie. Are you happy? You're happy. She's got her, she's got her little amber, amber little necklace I on. I love it. We're, we're hippy, dippy, holistic, for, you know. For teething? Is it yeah. for teething? Yeah. Yep. I actually heard they work, so. It, we, we, like... we did it with our first daughter. We did it with our second daughter. And if it works, I mean, I, I again. Hey. It it's works, hard to it tell works. when they're when they're babies. It's hard to say if you know if they're like, yeah. hey, I feel so much better now that I have this on." Yeah. But we've always kept it on her, and um, it's she been... just it seems to work. Yep. But you, anyhow... you got toe heads. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. My fiance's mm. super. Yeah, she's she's super uh, blondie. Fair, yeah, fair skinned, and my oldest yeah. daughter is uh, tanner than I am. Uh. <laughs> and then yeah this this little one right here she was a NICU baby too she was a NICU Aww. baby it was um which that, that's for a whole other story that was an absolute shit right show. and I oh my gosh I tried file she had a she had her feeding tube right when she came home oh and I yanked that shit out that day 
you're like you'll be fine yep yeah because yeah Yeah. there was so much that's all that's a whole nother that's a whole one thing one thing for for the most part about kids is they will eat i mean for the most part i'm not always sometimes if you got a preemie or something that can't but most of the time they figure it out well she that's the thing is she was a preemie the only the one and only reason that she was even in the NICU alone was solely because of her weight that was the only reason and so she was eating but Mm -hmm. you have to like in the NICU that we were at there was one nurse or was it one or two to six kids oh wow to six kids and then there was like twins that had a bunch of issues and and so I get it like my kid's not going to get the She's not going to get right. Not the most attention. Yeah, because, well, and that's yeah. okay because there's other kids that need it more. Right. But we battled it with nurses. We would go in there every day. Her butt would be like, like no oh. bullshit, bloody. So if you wipe the tissue, oh, no, blood would come off. It was just bad. It was a shit show. Yeah, we had a. It was. A, it was a. It was an absolute nightmare. You're like, can you just let us take care of our kid because we can do a better job? Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> my, I work for my fiance. She's a fucking mom. She's right. a great she's mom, home. a wonderful yeah. mom. She's home, and her sole oh. purpose and what she wants to do is to take care of the kids. Like, you can't tell oh, me my that my kid being the NICU when you have you know one nurse only for that yeah only for that yeah you can't say that so we got her home i yanked that i yanked that that tube right out because they they told us the reason why i did it (laughs) she just went to it they're like well if it actually she couldn't go home yeah it actually yeah give us a call we'll put it back in so i'm like it's really not that big of a deal it seems like and you know yeah not that I went well, to school I mean, to be a doctor, but I yanked that shit off. If she started me. losing, like if she Wait, started losing weight, you exactly. would have called. Yeah, you know, I like, absolutely would have. Absolutely. Yeah. You like, can I'm tell. You can tell. Yeah. You can tell when a kid looks health, like they have enough water, like their yep. cheeks are squishy or exactly. whatever. Exactly. And, and it's not our first you can kid. Tell. So it's, it would be yeah. different if this was our first kid. Right. Like, well, we don't right. have a clue. Be more scary. Yeah. But it, that's not the case. And now I have By a beautiful- By the third time, you- it's not your first rodeo. Exactly. Right? You got and all I, girls. Uh, I got, all, you got girls, all girls. And that's. Yep. I'm praying for you, bro. Yeah. I'm praying for you. Because <laughs> I got four girls and two boys. And actually, we just found out. Well, he told everybody. So I'm going to just say, but my husband's son is. We're going to be expecting grandbaby number two. So. Congratulations. But, yes. Thank you. Yeah. I'm older than I look. They're all older. <laughs> my oldest is 27. And then. They go clear down to nine. Oh, yeah, I would have never. Yeah, I would have never thunk. Twenty-one never looked so good, Heidi. Oh, thank you. Keep I just turned forty-seven. It. I turned forty-seven last month. So well, happy Yay. belated birthday. <laughs> thank you, thank and you. And I, gonna... I know that this will all work out. Like, you know what you have to do. The hardest thing we ever have to do. The hardest thing we're ever called to do is to have faith. Yep. But faith means you don't get the answer. No. <laughs> Nope. You and get you the answer con- later. And you don't yeah. have the control either. Nope. You're nope. not. We just wait. It. Yep. Yeah. How and you- I just hope she knows I love her. That's all I can do. <laughs> well, I think, I think you're doing a stellar job. I don't know. Uh, I know it's probably a little bit later for you, but we're going to, de- you already oh, know no, we're going to, we're going to have a round two and I'm going to, um, if this Sunday you're available. I have kind of a group awesome. thing going on um, as of yeah, right now. Yeah, I am actually. A- another cool one that I think you would enjoy. Um, we were talking about earlier, but he's going to be on on Sunday. His name's John the Fed from How the Hell Did We End Up Here? Okay. Oh, and, well, I see uh, his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So 
uh, as of right yeah. now, Catalyst will be there. Davy Wavy's going to awesome. be there, and I oh, think kinda, Wavy, yeah. I think it kind of fits. Because so I got friends in there. I got some I got, friends you in do, there. You do, you do, and I and I. If it wasn't for them, I I I mean, I, I would eventually heard you, but but because of right, them, right. you know, I I I and 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 and, and it just and got anyhow. out there. Yeah, so we're yeah. gonna have a blast. We also got another another gentleman named Drew um, from the Drew Cast. Okay. Really, really cool dude. Um, awesome. I've never actually met him, so we're gonna get together on Sunday. It's either gonna be like anywhere from six thirty okay. to seven thirty, and awesome. it's gonna be a big group thing. So it, I would love to have Sounds you good on. Sounds good to me. I would it's love to be, come. It's gonna be a big yeah. party, and I'm fucking okay. stoked. I'm down to party on Sunday. You got it. All Just right, send Heidi, me the well, deets, and I'll be there. I know we're okay. doing this. I know we're doing this as a swap cast. So I'll go ahead um, yeah, and just sure. say uh, real quick, and then and then you can go. But yeah, yep. Sunday Night Secret Society. You can find us on Apple, Spotify. We're on Instagram as well. Um, I will send you my my LinkedIn information. Um, also, awesome. just started up a new podcast with uh, Hank from the Six Four Three Podcast, um, awesome. and my fiance Ashley. So it's called Holistic Roots. It's not right. conspiracy based, no political based. Um, it's kind of just like a self help. We're trying to uh, really just die. I mean, it go like again, just starting with gardening yeah. to canning foods to um, heavy prep, metals prep to stuff. parasites. Yeah, all that. How to how to? And yes. So we're trying to live it. We're trying to be it. Um, it's a challenge for all three of us. So right. you can check us out there. And awesome. then on your end, Heidi. Yes, I'm at the Unfiltered Rise, and I am trying to rise above, spread the love, show like what we go through. But as one doctor said to me once at the mental uh, hospital that I work at, he said, how are you here and not here? And I'll tell you how, because uh, diligence, strength, and a little bit of love. And that's what I'm trying to pass along. So that is see absolutely- me at Unfiltered Rise absolutely instagram spotify youtube all the things yes on my end i'll plug in i'll plug in all your stuff and hopefully this will be tomorrow and you feel free on your end this is just as someone else told me this is just when i when i like i'm still just getting going but i was like oh like can i record (laughs) it it's just as much as mine as yours and vice versa so yeah you do awesome do with it what you would like i hope you have a blessed night amazing thank you and I'll see All you right, on Sunday. All right, can't wait to, yep, Sunday, send me the link. Have a Going good night, down. you guys. All right, Bye, hasta baby. La, hasta la pasta. <laughs> Bye. Bye.